Hey, everyone. You're listening to A Walk Across Texas State. I'm Bridget Sarbu, and I'm joined by Zachary Webb, our producer. Hi, Zachary. Hi. <laughs> that, was, that was so short. It's I'm, so awkward. I said I was going to go with the short. I know. <laughs> <laughs> are, we, are we dumping that high? I, oh, my gosh. I'll try it again. <laughs> Hey everyone, you're listening to A Walk Across Texas State. I'm Bridget Sarbu, and today I am joined by Zachary Webb. Hey, Zachary. Hello. And Tori. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. I was going to say, you stole my hello. What are <laughs> hello. you doing? And we are also joined by Tori Graham, the career advisor for the College of Liberal Arts. Hi, Tori. Hello. So, Tori has been with Career Services for a little over two years. And she is going to be joining the podcast team as our co-host. And we're very excited for that. I know you're... (laughs) Woohoo! I know you're going to love getting to know Tori because she is one of the kindest people I've ever met. Uh, She cares so much about students and she is always trying to do the best by those she works with. So we're really excited to talk with her today. We did want to let you all know that we are actually doing this podcast recording today uh, virtually through Zoom. So we're all a little awkward. Uh, it should be interesting, uh, but we're glad that you can join us in whatever way we record. So Tori, we wanted to get to know you a little bit today. Um, essentially, we want to get to why, how did you end up here? Because I know you didn't start in the field of career. Um, so tell us a little bit about where you started out in your career. Yeah. So I, you're exactly right. I definitely did not start off in higher education. Um, I did go to Texas A&M University, and there I got a degree in psychology. And when I graduated, I had no clue what I wanted to do. One of those people that just was completely clueless. I hadn't done a whole lot of research during my time in college. And so it was one of those things where when I got there, I was like, well, I know I got to get a job, but I'm not really sure what I want to do. Um, But I had been lucky enough to get connected with my first job actually through a family member. So my husband's aunt uh, worked for the company that I worked at my first job and it was a staffing agency. And so that is where I learned how to recruit, how to recruit professionals of all different types. It was in the Houston area. So we did a lot of recruiting for oil and gas and um, energy of various types and that sort of thing. And so through that experience, I learned a lot about, you know, hiring, interviewing, resumes, you know, what they should and shouldn't look like, all that good stuff. And so that was kind of where I got my start in the staffing agency recruiting scene. How many years did you do recruiting uh, prior Uh, to getting to Texas State or? Yeah. uh, About five total years. I think what was kind of cool is the day I started at Texas State was exactly five years and one day from the day I started my first job in recruiting. So, yeah, it was it was nice. Recruiting was something that taught me a lot. It wasn't my favorite thing, though. And so it it really felt good when I finally realized kind of how to apply the skills and knowledge that I accumulated during that time to a different field that, 
you know, is still very relevant to what I was doing, but was very different and a lot more fulfilling to me. Yeah. So you, I, not that I want to necessarily always talk about the negative, but, um, you said it wasn't your favorite. What made it not your favorite thing? Yeah. So the, the first place I worked, it was, it was kind of a tough and work environment a little bit. Like it was just very, very fast paced and a little bit stressful, uh, which honestly turned out to be a good thing because it did teach me how to work really quickly, which made me kind of a, that skill was something that when I got to the last job before I came to Texas state, they were really shocked and surprised by how quick I was able to recruit. And so that helped me a lot in that setting because it kind of blew their mind, which I, I didn't think I was that fast, but I think it came from being in that environment where I was required to work so quickly and learn how to do it. It was also a, um, a position where it was kind of like a lower salary, but a higher commission structure. And so I just had to really learn how to work my butt off to support my family, uh, which, you know, had stresses, of course, but also a lot of really great learning experiences. So it was definitely interesting. But I think what uh, another kind of thing I didn't love about recruiting was just sometimes you would have to try to recruit people for jobs that you think maybe weren't the best fit for them. And that was the part that really didn't really align with my values. You know, I would never want to be trying to talk someone into taking a job that I thought was going to be a bad thing. And so that was just something that I really struggled with for a long time. Not that all, you know, most of the positions were like that, but just on occasion, there was one of those and it was just, it really didn't make me feel good. (laughs) So, um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what were your favorite parts about recruiting? So favorite parts would be when you, you know, all the magic happens, all the stars align and somebody does get hired. Uh, The moment when, you know, they're really happy and really thankful because when you, when you think about it, a job is pretty significant in one's life. You know, if they're not working and they need money when they get that job, you know, especially if you were kind of the middleman, there's just a lot of gratitude that they have. Uh, Even though, you know, you didn't maybe do, you weren't the reason they got hired. You were just kind of the connector. They just tend to have a lot of, um, you know, gratitude and, and happiness at that time. So it's the, the most fun thing was calling someone and say, Hey, you got the job. Cause we would hear from the client that had interviewed them we want to offer the position to so-and-so and then, and then we got to break the good news. So it was just fun, but that was kind of what I was just describing to you was more so the experience when I was at a staffing agency and the last three years before I started at Texas state two years ago, I was working in a corporate recruiting role uh, where I was working for a construction equipment company and hiring for people that actually worked for the company I worked for. So it's a little different between staffing and corporate recruiting. Um, but yeah, it one of the biggest differences is the communication between kind of the people who are making the hiring decisions and you is a lot free. It's a lot, 
I guess, a freer flow of communication. So that is something that's really helpful and just one of the big differences between the different types of recruiting. Um, But yeah, in that role, I supported Texas, uh, which was 12 locations. And so I traveled all over Texas, going to career fairs, going to the different branches, trying to, you know, get a good understanding of what those hiring managers were looking for and um, so on. And as far as kind of what I typically hired for, did a lot of recruiting for salespeople, for management professionals, and then also mechanics, which was definitely interesting. It was a, a trade that I obviously didn't, well, not obviously, but I can say I did not know anything about when I first started. And so I had to learn how to screen, uh, you know, do kind of like pre-interviews for mechanics, even though, you know, I didn't have a clue what I was talking about, but hey, <laughs> we made it work. So, um, but yeah. And it was through that job that I finally kind of figured out what I wanted to do because towards the last year I was there, they decided they wanted to implement a college recruiting program um, because prior to that, they pretty much only ever looked at experienced professionals. They weren't really getting people straight out of school. Uh, But the CEO had decided, you know what, we really need to, which we were all on board for because, you know, we definitely like the energy that recent grads have and the hunger and all that. And so during that time, I started doing the first kind of round I took going to four-year college career fairs. And so went all over Texas, all over, (laughs) like so much traveling. Um, But I finally made my way to Texas State. And uh, when I was here, I had already kind of decided that I wanted to work with college students. And I was just kind of keeping an eye out as I traveled around. And the career services department here just really impressed me for a number of reasons. And so that's kind of how I got interested in Texas State, because I wasn't living in the area at the time. I was living actually in College Station. So, yeah. That's awesome. So I just I just realized that I probably like had seen you before you even applied yeah. and showed up here. But that's so oh, small world. Yeah. Um kind of. So what were some of those things that drew you to our office? Yeah, so well what was so funny is uh, the way that my booth was positioned at the career fair is I faced a big monitor in the ballroom. And it was playing on repeat this really hilarious video of the career service staff dancing. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but, you know, it was a, it was a, a little hilarious. But also, um, I was like, man, they have some fun here. <laughs> but that was something that I thought. But then also, um, I had, you know, like I mentioned, had been traveling quite a bit over Texas to different fairs. And they the staff just was super, super professional when it came to every part of the career fair process. Like I had never been, I had never seen that much detail taken at every step in managing a career fair. Um, So as an employer, I'm like, man, I have no questions whatsoever about how to attend, how to get everything taken care of. Um, But also the video that I had been watching, like I joke because I feel like it was brainwashing me because I watched all day long. Um, the, it also talked about like what sort of events and what sort of uh, workshops the career service staff was having in the next few months for the students. And I was just really impressed by like the different types of workshops. It just seemed like a very 
robust set of resources that they were trying to provide the students. And I was like, man, I want to be a part of this. And so I'm not normally this aggressive, but (laughs) I told myself, (laughs) I said, you are not leaving here until you talk to somebody. And uh, so I actually happened to flag down Ross Wood, who's the career advisor for uh, Applied Arts. And uh, it just so happened that he connected me with Ralph, who was the or is the associate director, and they had a opening in liberal arts, which is what I studied. So it kind of worked out well, and that's kind of how I got here today. Uh, but one thing I probably should have mentioned before, and I forgot, was I think what was hard for me was figuring out what I wanted to do, and kind of the most significant event that helped me finally figure out, like, I want to work with college-age students day in and day out and kind of teach them how to game and master the system that I've learned about on the other side would be when I went to a career fair at Texas A&M. Like I mentioned, I'm an Aggie, and so I was excited to go and uh, be around all, you know, fellow Aggies and all that. And there was a student who and I ran into in the restroom and she was so nervous. Like she was sweating really bad. She just was like shaking, you know? And so I was like trying to calm her down and, and be like, it's going to be okay. Like it's, you know, it's, it's not that big of a deal, you know, go talk to some people you're not interested in so that you can get some of those nerves out before you start. And, uh, so anyways, she calmed down (laughs) and at some point, you know, she went back out and was good. And what was funny was when she came around to where my booth was, she came up and she's like, oh my gosh, you're an employer? <laughs> like, yeah. And she's like, I thought you were either a staff member or a student. <laughs> and so, I don't know. It was like in that in that moment that I realized how much fun it was to, to try to make the students that were very noticeably nervous or just anxious about everything, making them feel better and hopefully laugh a little before they left my table. And it was, it was then that I was like, I've got to really start trying to figure out how to, you know, be kind of a resource for individuals at that stage of their life. Cause there's a lot of, a lot of second guessing, a lot of lack of confidence and, uh, anything you can do to help with that is, is where I wanted to be. So yeah. yeah. I think it's really interesting. I, I was sitting here trying to imagine you as a recruiter because like I said, I, <laughs> I, I'm sure I saw you at some point, but I don't remember it. And I just think you do such a phenomenal job with students because you, you take the time to listen and you really care. And, you know, Tori is always talking about how much research she's doing to help the various students that she's working with. And, you know, I just, it, it's so exciting to work with colleagues like you because you put so much care into it. Um, so that's, re- well, it's really, you. that's a cool story. Thanks. I appreciate that. Yeah. It's definitely been something that I've, you know, if I tried to say a quote, I would butcher it, but basically <laughs> when you find kind of what you enjoy doing, it is easy to pour a lot of time and a lot of kind of emphasis in trying to be an expert in whatever you need to do. And what's cool about liberal arts students is there's there's so much that they can do with their degrees. And so sometimes someone will be like, hey, I want to do this thing. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I've never heard of that. 
you know, got to do some research, got to try to figure out, you know, what is the career path for somebody like that? And so they keep me on my toes. I, I love my students. They're the best. And um, they just, they care so much about the world and making it better. And it's, it's fun to be a part of trying to help them figure all that out and how to get there. So that's awesome. Great. Okay. I got one more question. Okay. Um, so now that we know your secret that you were in recruiting and <laughs> though you have found your new calling, um, what, what is one or a couple takeaways a student could listen to right now that gives them the secret key to success with recruiters? With recruiters. Ooh, good <laughs> question. You know, honestly, it's not like earth shattering. They've maybe heard it before, but um, I would say what really impresses a recruiter at a career fair or anytime you're talking to them on the phone is when you are knowledgeable about that person's company. Um, for one, that tells me as the recruiter, like, oh, okay, f- this person has done their research. They they're smart enough to realize that they need to do the research and they're, you know, they have the, I don't know, the words escaping me, but they're, they're essentially not lazy enough to not look it up. You know, like they recognize they need to, and then they take the time to go ahead and do it uh, because that tells me they're serious because what is the biggest red flag to a recruiter is when a student comes across kind of all over the place or says things like, I'll go anywhere you want me to, or I'll do anything you want. Like we want to hear, I want to do the job you have, because if you have that kind of generalized feel, we're thinking "Hmm, the likelihood of this person being with us for that long is maybe rather slim. And we don't want to invest a lot of training time and money in them if they're not really sure of what they want to do. Uh, So that's one of the biggest things that I think would happen a lot at career fairs. The other thing, and this was just kind of a pet peeve of mine, and I, I think other recruiters think this way, but like I kind of hated it when students would go around the career fair in like pairs or like groups. I think that's totally fine to walk around, but like if you're going to an, approach an employer, I would highly recommend doing it by yourself because that's, I mean, ultimately you're not both getting a job, you're getting the job and uh, you need to be able to kind of stand on your own for that. But yeah, I mean, uh, fairs are definitely something that it's, it's good. It's a good time to practice talking to employers even before you are really looking for a job just because some of those conversations are rather awkward at first. And it's really good to practice and get some of the nerves out before it really matters. And I would say, you know, I'd like to say that a lot of employers that work with Texas State have kind of that mindset of trying to help students build their skills. And so if you just really bomb at an employer, you know, hopefully they're going to give you some encouragement and maybe help you kind of learn what you did. Or you can always flag down a career services staff too, because we're always around everywhere at the fair um, and trying to kind of help answer those questions and build confidence of, of the students around. So anyways, I just really went on a tangent there. <laughs> no, it was so good. I don't know if I've ever heard that advice. I mean, I've, I haven't been in the career services office forever about four years, but I've never heard that piece of advice of, um, don't go in groups. Yeah. I I don't know. At least when you're, at least when you're approaching the table, you know, like 
that's kind of your your opportunity to make that kind of stand for yourself. And I, I just think it's it's done more powerfully if it doesn't look like you need the, the help of the person next to you to get there, <laughs> you know? So yeah. Well, especially if it's an employer that you're really interested in. Oh, for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, thank you so much, Tori, for sharing your story with us. And uh, it's going to be fun getting to know you better over the next, you know, however long we are co-hosting this podcast together. Um, and so that's been really enjoyable. Um, yeah, we're going to keep bringing you stories from career advisors, career professionals, people in the field um, to ensure that you continue to have a successful career search, even when things might be a little chaotic and confusing. So this has been a walk across Texas state. (laughs) This this has been, (laughs) (laughs) this is walk across Texas state where we, we know what we're talking about. We do things very well. <laughs> Why did this turn into like a bad episode of Whose Line Is It Anyway? <laughs> <laughs> this is a walk across Texas State where the points don't matter. Yeah, exactly. The points don't matter. <laughs> a walk across Texas State is hosted by Bridget Sarbu and Tori Graham. Zachary Webb is our producer and editor. Music by Richard Hall. For free resources and additional information about our services, head over to careerservices.txstate.edu and follow us on social media at txstcareers. Don't forget to like and subscribe to hear new episodes every other Tuesday each semester. Thanks for listening and we will see you soon. 